welcome or welcome back to the Introverted Black Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia. So today's topic is, who all gonna be there? So I'm gonna get into that question a lot of us introverts ask and the reasons why. Also, if you're currently listening, just know that you can also watch the episode on Spotify. Let's get right into it. So if you hear someone, especially if they're an introvert, ask you that question, who all gonna be there? Be prepared for declines for your invitation. Just know that depending on what you say next, just be prepared for a possible decline in invitation. That's, I'm just saying it like that. Now, mind you, I think this question has been asked for several different reasons. One could be the number of people at the event, right? We wanna know, is it gonna be a large crowd or is it more of an intimate setting? We wanna be able to mentally prepare ourselves, right? Some introverts don't enjoy being in large crowds. So we wanna know what we're getting into. For some, it may feel overwhelming in general with so many people. It also be that we find it difficult to converse with a large group of people. Sometimes trying to figure our way into the conversation is damn near like a, a game with double dutch, right? We waiting, we waiting, trying to figure out when's the next time for us to hop into this conversation. Cause it could be overwhelming when there's so many people adding their insight to a conversation. We don't know exactly when to slide in and when our voice will actually be heard. Another reason why we're asking is we want to know who exactly will be here, right? Like who exactly? AKA the exact quality of the people that's going to be at said event, right? So we start to ask, are these people that I'm cool with? Are these people I vibe with? What was the exchange like with these people in the past, right? Other times we're asking because we want to know Who's gonna be there because we wanna know that we got that like built-in friend, right? We wanna know if there's at least one other person there that we're already comfortable with. If the person who is inviting us to this event is the only person we may know there, we might hesitate to accept the invite. I think the reason for that is like in our mind, we're already anticipating what the event will be like, right? Like the possible awkwardness that could happen if the person who you know walks off or gets busy, then you're kind of stuck sitting there with strangers or people you are not exactly comfortable with. Now, I just kind of want to get into a few things that I personally do when I'm preparing to go to an event. Well, specifically when I'm preparing to go to an event with people who I possibly won't know or you know don't know well enough, right? Firstly, I try to keep an open mind. After I go through this like series of like questions or all the reasons why this could be disastrous or uncomfortable, I then like to remind myself like this actually could be an opportunity to meet some really dope new people. You can really connect with some new people. Like there very well could be people I could connect with and enjoy their company. Like I might actually get closer to finding my tribe, so to speak. Number two, this sounds a little bit crazy, but I do it like sometimes I just think about like trending topic or like easier or general like conversation starter to ask people so i already have something in mind right for example i might think of like a newly released documentary or tv show or like current event as long as it's not like teetering the lines of like politics or religion you know nothing that's too divisive then i'll just try to speak about that i'll have that in my mind at least i just ask about like who's seen it having like that pre-planned conversation or topic just makes me feel more prepared and more at ease when I do have to go out and talk to people I'm not used to speaking with. Another thing I do outside of like current events or whatever with topics, I just simply like to be prepared to ask other people about themselves. People love talking about themselves. I'm one of them. And for me, it just, I'll just ask open-ended questions, right? So 
that takes kind of some of the pressure or expectation off of me because people already like to talk about themselves. I can ask them things like, what are your interests? And just ask a bunch of follow-up questions. Oh, really? That was interesting. Tell me about this. All those like open-ended questions that don't just leave like, you know, just a yes or no that will keep them talking and keep it engaged. It's easier for me because I'm getting a chance to learn something and make some um, surface level and some deeper connections to find commonalities. Plus, I get to just listen, which I enjoy doing more of for the most part. So there's less talking for me. I can just kind of be like um, guiding the conversation, just asking them questions about themselves or their life or their experiences. That way, I won't feel like I need to reveal so much of myself if I'm not comfortable yet. But like I said, it kind of gets me off the hook with having to be um, divulging so much information or talking. I can just listen and just kind of spark up conversation. And a lot of times those conversations, if there's other people around, if it's not one on one, other people will want to engage. So now I just started a conversation where everybody else is putting their, their input, where I'm just kind of chilling without being feeling so like uncomfortable, like I'm not adding enough to the conversation. You know what I mean? Three, this is another thing. Third thing I do is I will take breaks. I will take breaks if needed. Now here's what I mean by breaks. I'll use the bathroom. I'll take a call. Yes, because I fake phone calls. <laughs> I'll step outside. I'll forget something in my car and walk to go get it. Even if I need to just sit in my car and just like take a breather for a moment. Um, and this doesn't mean that I'm necessarily having like a bad time. We know how it gets right as introverts. Sometimes it just can be overwhelming or your battery is starting to deplete. So I'm like, all right, like this got a little bit too stimulating. So let me just take a quick break. I can always go back into the event. You know, without being rude, I always like to excuse myself, but I definitely got to take those those breaks to, to add to like taking those breaks, like outside of the party or like using the bathroom, whatever it is, I'll find busy work for myself. So that might be offering to help the host set up the party or break down or clean up something like I like to do that. So you might find me cleaning dishes clearing the table, taking out trash, recycle, whatever I got to do, sweeping up some mess, whatever I have to do, because then I could just be in my own zone. Like that way I'm still of some assistance to whoever it is. It's still like a kind deed to do, but really selfishly it's for me because I just want to be like, you know, concentrating and just like quiet for those moments. It's giving me time to kind of settle down and think while I'm still helping them out. Sometimes if I'm not cleaning up or I've done it or it's already a cleanup crew, whatever it is, I'll go find the kids. Listen, I will go find the kids to engage with. I'll find the kids table or the kids room or get involved in the kids, whatever game or something they're playing because a lot of times for me, it just feels like it's easier to talk to the kids, if that makes sense. It's like I feel less pressure or even like having conversations with the kids feel more engaging at times than some of the conversations I have with the adults. Sometimes talk with adults can feel like so judgy or too adulty or like gossipy or just surface level. Like it's hard to explain, but sometimes I don't want to hear those things or I don't want to listen and engage in it, especially if it's going like a negative way or too judgy, just too stuffy or something. Like I'd rather just have some good old fun with the kids talk to them so that's another like tactic or like saving grace I use when 
I'm out and about. Plus, another thing is with me um, spending so many years as an educator and working with kids, like a lot of times it's easier for me to like come up with a game on the spot or I'm just kind of used to engaging with them. So that's another reason why it's just like an easy kind of go-to for me to do. Number four, I will simply remind myself I can always leave. <laughs> you know, that sounds silly possibly hearing that, but for me for a long time, I couldn't fathom that. I don't know why it didn't click. Like if I went to an event, like I had to like make it there, like I probably will, and it depended on the person. Like I will probably be there at the start and at the end, I possibly help or whatever. But I had like a, like an Oprah aha moment one time, right? I remember it was like a few years ago and I was getting ready, getting dressed so I could go to whatever event it was. And I was having some reservations about it, you know, like who all gonna be there and what are we gonna do and all those things. And I was talking to my husband about it. And he like listened, he was hearing me out. He listened. And then he calmly turned to me and just said, well, you know you could always leave, right? And for whatever reason, I'm just like, what? Yo, you are so right. Like basically what he was saying is you, you're worried about who all gonna be there, what your reservations are, like I hear you, but just know like if you're not feeling the vibes, like, you get in your car and you just leave. Like, you don't owe an explanation. You could just say, all right, good night, y'all. I'll catch y'all next time or whatever. Like, you can always leave. So that's why I'm saying that before. One thing I think of is um, always had an exit strategy. Whatever it is, whether you know, like, okay, I can stay here for a certain amount of time because I got something else to do. Or really, you don't know anybody's explanations. You can simply let the host know, hey, I can stop by for a few and you get there and you are able to leave. You don't have to feel bound by uh, the, the party hours or the length of the time where you have to feel obligated to stay the whole time. Lastly, and possibly most importantly is, I just remind myself that I am who I am. It's either people are going to get me or they won't. I don't go around to events or, or in general groups of people and pretend to be someone I'm not just to appease other people. Like, that's not me. So I'm saying all that to say, if I'm out and about and I'm going to a party or a gathering or kickback, whatever you want to call it, like, I'm going to be quiet when I want to be quiet. I'm going to input into the conversation when I'm going to, and I'll make no apologies about it. And really what allowed me to get better with with accepting that and being like, okay, you don't have to exhaust yourself trying to extrovert for people's attention. Be authentic. If if the mood so moves you to be, show that side of yourself and do so. But I just feel like as long as I'm coming to whatever space I'm in, whatever space I enter with positivity, if I know that I have good intentions and all that around where I'm going, I'm good. I owe nobody nothing. All right, y'all, that is it for today's episode. Remember, y'all, respect your own personal boundaries and time. And no, there's nothing wrong with asking who all gonna be there. So, one more thing. If you enjoyed this episode or any other ones that you watched or you've heard, please consider liking, I mean, please consider sharing this with family members or friends. And if you feeling really, you want to throw a little razzle-dazzle on that thank you, or you want to throw a little razzle-dazzle on that appreciation, I would love if you could rate and review the podcast. It really helps me out and gets me exposure to so many other people that might enjoy the content. So thank you. I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.